Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thank you for joining me again on the Explore Finland radio show. Uh, today I'm pleased to introduce Mikko Panula, uh, and I'm really pleased to, to have been invited to join him and his hunting team. It's uh, now the middle of October, and it's also the middle of the moose hunting season, and uh, Mikko has invited me and his team or to join his team um, out in the wilds of Finland. Um, so, Mikko, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, to, uh, it's nice to uh, bring guests, guests in, and, and, uh, and uh, I hope you, you learn a lot today. Yeah, I've, I've already started learning because when when you said to me that you know you were able to bring a guest and I thought that's great now I'm going to have to go and buy some green and brown camouflage gear that's not quite the case is it um, maybe explain to everybody what we're wearing and why we're wearing this all right well uh, the law says that um, in in moose hunting um uh, you need to have uh orange clothing a vest and a cap maybe uh and uh it used to be red but for this season it changed it changed to orange is that is that normal for any type of hunting throughout the throughout the country and different times of the year no it's not uh only in this kind of uh group hunts where there are lots of people uh, okay involved. so an individual going out on their own could be um, wearing regular camouflage and just tracking on their own and that would be fine but we we met with a group of uh, around 20 guys this morning and we've all gone out in pairs into a, a, a pre-agreed area of the of the woods uh, and so that we can see each other and don't mistake the movement through through the trees of being an animal um, yeah. then we, we're wearing orange but doesn't that make us a bit stand out a bit we're, we're hunting moose today which in Finnish is hirvi um, won't they see us coming a mile off it, to me it seems like we're um, we're announcing to the world that we're standing in the middle of the woods well uh, they say that uh, moose do not uh, see colors that good so okay. so basically what 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 moose is is using is uh is its uh, ears they have really good uh hearing okay so standing here interviewing you about moose hunting is probably more um, something they'll pick up on rather than the the bright clothing yes definitely okay. <laughs> it is so we although we are wearing bright orange and um, my my vest even has the the, ref, the reflective safety safety stripes on it but there is some some level of uh, of camouflaging on the on the orange as well so i guess if you don't see color then the the sort of the, the markings on there and and I'll, I'll make sure that in the show notes i include a picture of Mikko with his uh, with his rifle and with his uh, with his gear, so you can see what we're talking about. Uh, what is the what is the law then? I'm I'm with you today. You're armed with a long rifle. I'm armed with a wet microphone. Um, I'm I'm not allowed to um, to shoot today, which is which is fine. This is the first time I've been out in the woods like this, and I'm I'm quite excited just to observe. But 
if if I wanted to get involved in hunting, what would I what would I need to do? Well, uh, particularly in moose hunting, there are lots of regulations, and uh, well, first uh, you you need shooting license uh, there's there's a uh, test you need to pass every third year okay uh, it's quite easy but anyway you need to have that what what do they test your your sight yeah. or your shot or uh, uh, sh- uh, shooting skills yeah okay basically. okay uh, and uh, that's one then uh, uh, you need to have uh, Oh, you need to have a rifle that you can lawfully use, and for that, uh, uh, you need to first apply a license to buy a rifle. Okay. Uh, and for that to pass, you need to pr- prove uh, that you how, how you will be using that rifle. Okay. Okay. So basically, you need to be part of a hunting. Club. Okay, so you pass a test to be able to apply to have a license, and you also have to have some connection to a, a hunting club. Yeah, y- okay. well, you you can use the rifle on other kinds of hunting, but apart from moose hunting, of yeah. course. But but uh, yeah, you need to be in a hunting club, and uh, in, uh, particularly in in group that hunts moose okay. and, and there, there are different uh, ways of hunting moose and and each each club ha- has their own regulations uh, on the area that they are hunting okay okay so we're, we're here now with your with your club what are the particular rules or regulations or methods that, that you guys use that might be different to others uh, well uh, in, in our club uh, we can only hunt in groups uh, some some other clubs allow individuals to like stalk okay uh, but it's not allowed here yeah, okay and uh, yeah and and we we hunt using uh, using using dogs so no. B- 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 s- some groups uh, just use uh, bigger groups of men. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. and, and we've we've come to the to the woods here, and in very simple terms, there's a, a a group of guys in pairs like we are, spread out, fanned out, in a in a kind of crescent shape, and then one or two kilometers away, there's a couple of dogs. That are that are looking for the moose, and the idea is that they will drive them towards us. Is that right? Uh, we d- we are not in pairs, even though we here are now in pairs. Oh, okay. So okay. so, but everybody else is on their own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But basically, th- that's just how it goes, like you said, and uh, uh, the dogs are the kind of are kind of dogs that they they try to find the moose and then they bark at them and like uh, try to stop them like like uh, get uh, the, they are barking to get their notice yes okay uh, uh, and and 
and that way the hunter uh, should be able to um, uh, sneak closer and try try shooting the okay so is the is the noise or the act- activities of the dogs is that also going to drive the the animals towards us is that part of the the idea as well uh, yes yes the the actuality usually goes go, goes in so, so that so that the moose are moving steadily slowly yeah. to some direction uh, and uh and that direction is hopefully uh, where where the shooters are. So, so what is the we mentioned before about the the, the moose hunting season, um, and of course there are lots of other animals living here in the in the woods in Finland that um, I presume they have their own different seasons throughout the year. What what are those different seasons? Uh, yes, there are many kinds of. Uh, game in the forest, and uh, uh, well, the, the hunting season uh, usually uh, uh, you, you, you can say that hunting season starts tenth uh, of uh, August, okay, and then uh, the pigeon season starts. Uh, uh, but the maj- majority of hunters start their season when the when the duck or, or the wa- waterfall okay. season starts uh, at twentieth of August. And how long do these individual seasons last? It depends. It depends on on the on the species, but. Uh, like like uh for the pigeon uh it's uh, until n- near the christmas uh just like with the waterfowl okay so it's sort of several months yes okay. and and then the rabbit rabbit yeah. season that's very long uh it starts from 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 early early september and lasts until like uh late February. Okay, okay. And I guess the off-season is around the times of breeding or, or whatever. Exactly. For, for the different, different animals. Exactly. So the Hirvi season that we're in the middle of now, is it, is it just one month? Uh, it's, it's longer. It's, it starts... Uh, well, there are a, a bit of variation in, in the north of Finland and southern okay, Finland. Okay, okay. Uh, but it starts in in late September and lasts until end of uh, December. Oh, okay. It's longer than I longer than I realised. Okay, fair fair enough. You mentioned just before um, that there are different methods of hunting. Um, what is this method that we're using? What's this known as? And what are some of the other? methods that might be used for either hunting hirvi or hunting some of the other uh, an- other animals that, that have their own seasons there are uh, specifics for for each each animal of course different kinds of dogs if you have dogs in use and uh, and of course the weapon weaponry is different basically basically 
you have either a, 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 a shotgun or a rifle. Okay. Okay. And and uh, for moose hunting, the rifle is the the only possible choice. I, I know that some of the people listening to this will probably have a much better understanding of uh, of hunting techniques and weaponry and and everything than I do. But but I'm I'm asking these questions as a complete novice. So, what what would what what animals would you use? With a, uh, would you hunt with a rifle compared to those that you'd hunt with a, a shotgun? Well, with the rifle, uh, it, well, it's it, it's good for for uh, longer range and and then for for animals that are not so uh, moving so quickly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so so basically. Mm-hmm. Moose hunting and and uh, stalking, stalking, uh, for example, deer from 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 a, from a, from some tower, for example. That that's job for a rifle, and and then uh, basically birds, uh, fast moving birds like pigeons and 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 waterfall fall. Uh, the, uh, the the shotgun is used, and, and the rabbits as well, I guess. Yes, yeah, also okay. rabbits. Okay. We were talking before about the fact that that hunting in Finland isn't about trophies. It, it isn't about the sort of collecting different types of animals. The ethos behind it is still about providing food. Um, obviously, F- Finland has supermarkets and things where you can buy food, but but the kind of the, the mentality that's driving a lot of the guys in this group here is about 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 hunting for food. Uh, yeah, it's a bonus, of course. I think I think uh, the 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 catch the it's a bonus, and 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 the point is is to. Be outside, uh, and uh, the, in in group hunting, like like the moose hunt here, it, it's like uh, I think it's it's to socialize and and to talk with uh, talk with people and uh, about the teamwork as well. I guess. Yes, I think that's that's the main point. Do, do people also hunt with? traps and things like that or is it is it more about the the one-on-one i'm out in the woods and i'm going to catch something yes definitely uh, people people uh hunt with uh, traps uh and and that's basically to to hunt hunt species that uh are not uh originally uh, originally in Finnish nature like like uh supikoira or or uh minki uh, so those small critters yeah okay I, I i understand it seems to me that from the the test and the license and buying the equipment and everything uh that this is something that you have to have some kind of commitment to doing here but do you know if if someone came to visit finland is this something that they would be able to take part in. Uh, uh, yes, although uh, uh, you you need to have a license for uh, f- 
for a weapon. You, you, uh, uh, it's really difficult to to join event like this without any experience on shooting or handling weapons because well that's uh, dangerous yeah yeah which is why i've got the microphone and you've got the got the rifle i understand would, would someone visiting here need to bring their own rifle or shotgun or is it possible to hire such a thing uh, i would say that uh, you need to have your own yeah. You, uh, at least you, you, you need to have a license. You, you don't physically need to bring your own rifle, right, okay. but but you need to have a, a license for for a similar weapon that you are planning to use here. Okay, that that makes sense. That makes sense. And I, I guess there are probably some organized events for tourists to come to come over and and take part in some kind of uh, yeah. hunting yeah. activities. There are companies that that organize um, like commercial hunts. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I think that that uh, hunting tourism is not very big in Finland. Yeah, it could be bigger. Actually, it could be bigger. Yeah. There's plenty of nature and plenty of uh, forests here. To, that, that people could make could make use of, which is what yeah. partly what I'm trying to explore during the course of uh, of recording this show, uh, just to for me to understand a little bit more what's going on out there. While we're talking, Mikko's just taken out his phone, um, and he, we were talking about the dogs before, and he's actually got a, an app on his smartphone, uh, and the dogs are GPS tracked. Why not, why not just explain a little bit about what you're able to see from from the app that you're looking at there? I can see a couple of cartoon dog heads uh, on the on the screen superimposed over a map showing where they are, but what, what can you read about what they're doing? Yeah, well, um, most of our, our dogs have a GPS uh, on them. <laughs> And and they are using the same system, so uh, so I can see from one app uh, currently both of our dogs that are now on on the forest, and 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 I can see their their path basically from where from where they they have. Oh, so that, that where purple, are they going? That purple line there shows the route that one dog. It looks like it's been running around in in circles, but it is making some progress going going forward. Yeah, uh, and the other one's a blue line, which shows, um, yeah, um, a straighter a straighter route. But he's he's they're cut, both covering quite a bit of countryside there. Yeah, you, you can you can see the 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 speed and 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 the distance from where where we are, and and you also can see that. The, um, if they are barking or not, and, and how, how, uh, in, and what, at what pace they are barking. Okay, so that would that would maybe increase if they were closer to an animal. Oh if yes. They'd, if they'd seen an animal, then their their rate of barking would increase, and that would give you an idea that there there may be something near them. Yes. One of them's getting quite close to us now. Yeah, but uh, there, with with that dog, that's. Nearing, nearing a big road, and and uh, probably there there are no animals in front of that dog. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
you never know. <laughs> but yeah, the the the, the Hirvi are well known for jumping out into roads and causing some quite nasty traffic accidents. So you can yeah. never be a hundred percent sure. Yeah, but the other dog has been barking, barking a bit. I don't know if there are animals, but uh, he's he's moving to a good direction anyway. Okay. Yeah, it seems to be moving to, towards the line of of our team. Yeah. Where 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 the people are, yeah. are positioned. Why why don't you um, maybe just talk a little bit about the rifle while we're here? It would be it would probably annoy people if I stood here talking about just about the animals and the, the tactics and and not talking about the the rifle itself. Yeah. Well, uh, I can talk about the rifle, but I I need to say that. Uh, the weapons uh, weapons do not present that big part here. Uh, I believe. I, I think I, I have uh, I have not seen the rifle of of uh, I have not even seen the rifle of each of our team members. Okay. Because like you take it out of the car trunk when you go to your position, and then uh, you put it back. The law says you need to. Uh, and you put it back on the trunk when when things are over so so uh i don't feel that that uh weapons are are so uh you, you you don't well you don't compare the weapons no okay it, it, it kind of goes with the idea of it not being a trophy hunt it's just the tool that you use to to achieve the task yeah rather than who's got the newest biggest shiniest yeah, uh, specimen or most expensive specimen. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, just just because some people listening will will understand some of the things that you're going to say, I'm and I'm interested to uh, to learn a little. Okay. Well, well, I have a a, a rifle that uh, has dot three o eight caliber. Uh, so it's the most common one in Finland, and it's it's good for for moose hunting and good for lots of other things. It's like all round caliber, I think. Okay. And uh, I have a Tikka T3 rifle. It's it's Finnish, and uh, 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 I have a. I have attached uh, a silencer and a recoil uh, damper thing uh, on the barrel. Is that is that normal? It's getting more uh, more and more common yeah, to okay. have a silencer. And then I have a, a rifle scope attached to the rifle and. Uh, uh, it's, it, I have really good rifle scope. It's it's double the price that my my rifle is. And the ammunition that uh, you're that you're using. Yeah, it's well, it's of course the 308 caliber, and and uh, it's 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 a bullet that is it, it's uh, suitable for for hunting actual animals. They have the the they are. Speedy and they have enough weight to do a kill shot. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a, that's the main thing to to uh, 
make make a shot to make a shot that uh, that kills instantly. Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the the idea is not to leave an animal in more pain than it than it needs to. We're yeah. here to, to to kill to kill the, the the moose and for it to for it to be instant. There are rules in each club that uh, you need to practice the shooting and uh, you need to have enough practice to to be successful yeah. because uh, if you if, if if you're shooting uh, and you you don't make a kill shot it's it's very very uh, bad it's, it, bad, bad bad for the hunter and bad for the animal and bad for the for the team too yeah. to because you you need to assume that each shot that has been fired it has hit the animal if you shoot at an animal that is 50 meters away and the animal runs off it could it could be hit yeah. or it, it may it may have missed yeah i guess it's not easy to then to chase after that animal and and be sure that you've that you hit it or not yeah that's the problem if if a shot is fired and and no no dead animal is found uh, we need to Try to find the wounded animal, yeah, basically, okay. and uh, that may take a day and a night. So it's not to leave it, basically. The, yeah. It's the, the point is not to leave it just wounded and, and roaming around the forest. Yeah. No, okay, I, I understand. So you, this is the, the second weekend that you've been out with your, your team this, this season. Yes. Um, what's, the, what, what's the sort of average... Um, number of animals you'd expect to get in a, a weekend or in a month or, or whatever whatever the time frame may be? Well, it varies a lot, but I, I would say that on average we will we will uh, we, we will manage to uh, hunt uh, one animal per day. Okay, that would be good average. Yeah. Maybe more. But that's a good average. Is there a particular size or um, or age that is the you know the, the the target, or can you not afford to be that fussy when the animals come along? And uh, no, no, you you can't afford to be fussy. Uh, uh, there are there are regulations that that. Come, come from top to bottom, basically, from from the national and regional uh, organizations. The club has to apply for a certain amount of of uh, animals to be okay. to be harvested. So, so it gets like a, a permit to hunt a, a certain number uh, during that season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As, but. Uh, um, I use the word harvest, harvesting, because I think that that good, that is a good word, uh, because uh, like half of the animals that we 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 get uh, are supposed to be newborns, like 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 they're supposed calves, to be. yeah. Okay, okay. So half half. Of them should be uh, small animals, uh, calves, and then uh, uh, from the other half, then uh, half 
should be female and half okay. male. Okay, so that, it's quite it's quite regulated, and it's and it's about, I guess, somehow ma- maintaining numbers of that animal throughout the throughout the country. Yeah, that well, that's the theory. Yeah. Okay. What's the benefit to the to the forest or to the countryside from having these quotas? The, the idea uh, of of harvesting is is to to maintain the same uh, ratios of different kinds of animals that would exist without hunting, like uh, in the wild where there's no hunting pressure there's roughly half female half uh, male kind kind of distribution so i think that's the that's the bottom line and and your your club is every year applies for um for permits permission to hunt and is set a number a quota or a number of different types of animal that it can actually can hunt Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, I don't recall now the exact number of permits that we have for this year, uh, but it's like around 50 to 60 permits. Yeah. And with one permit you can you can uh, hunt uh, two calves. Okay. Uh, so so there will be so there will be like I don't know 80 90 yeah. heads. So it's one one adult or two calves. Yes. Um, and it's important for the for the countryside to to maintain the balance of the the animals there. What would what would happen then if if there was no hunting in place if the animal wildlife was allowed to sort of grow free? Yeah, the, the moose as a species. Uh, uh, it's very uh, very uh, quick to to uh, grow up the numbers. Yeah. Okay. So so like every female will will uh, give birth to one or two, mostly two calves every year. So so the the numbers they are going up in one year already quite a lot so this this is this is important for population control as much as as anything else and maintaining the balance in the in the in the wilds of the forest here yes yes and uh the, the moose uh, it, it'll uh do quite a lot of harm for for uh forests yeah they, they'll, they'll eat the Small trees. <laughs> this is where where forestry work has been done for to 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 provide materials for the paper industry, for example, and new new trees are planted to maintain the actual the actual ecosystem of the forest. And the moose will come along and actually cause damage where man is trying to replenish what it is used in the forest. Yeah. Okay. And of course. Uh, uh, Moose is a big animal, and and it will uh, wreak havoc yeah. <laughs> if if there's a lot of moose and and a lot of traffic. Okay, yeah, yeah. In the same area, so so it, it it's all, the managing the the population is is needed also for for traffic. Speaking quietly at the moment because Mikko can see on his phone that the dog 
is heading kind of directly towards us. We're not sure if it's tracking anything particularly. But Miko's now standing with his rifle ready. And I'm standing with my microphone ready. And luckily if there is something coming, he's got that silencer on the gun so it won't completely blow the uh, blow the microphone and blow your ears if uh, while you're listening okay so it's now actually a couple of hours later Mikko and I have run around the woods a bit we did we did get out of breath um, somebody in the team did have a kill uh, which was which came probably a bit quicker than I was expecting I guess so um, Mikko what, what was the uh, what were the what were the details of the kill? What was what was hunted? Uh, the junior of our our team, 15-year-old Yuri, uh, uh, shot a, a young a bull, which had only two tiny antlers on on its head, and uh, that was Yuri's first kill, and that was really nice, nice. So he's he's 15 now. How how long has he been hunting with this with this club? Uh, he's been with his dad for at, at least for six years that I've been here. So, so, so it's really it's really in his blood, isn't it? Yeah. Which is which is good. Good, nice, nice for the for the boy to have his first his first kill. One more thing that I wanted to ask you is: once the animal is killed here in the forest, it's it's uh, taken taken away on a trailer behind a car. What happens to it? Where does it go to next? What to be processed and and used? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, after each hunting day, we'll we'll uh, gather for for our uh, where where we have uh, uh, quite good uh, facilities for for uh, ha- handling handling the, the bodies. Then there's also really really nice modern uh, uh, hygienic cold facilities where where the where the bodies can can uh, can stay and cool down and and and. And, and uh, to, to wait until they are chopped into uh, shareable pieces. Yeah, sure. So it's not. It, it's a, a lot more modern. It's a traditional Finnish uh, murky, uh, like cottage in the woods here. But you've got modern facilities in there to allow you to prepare the meat so that it can yeah. be it can be used and shared. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think that's time to maybe wrap it up for today. So I'd just like to say to Mikko, thank you very much for inviting me along. Um, And to everybody that's listening, I hope you um, enjoyed today's episode. Uh, If you want to help me to promote the show, then if you go over to iTunes or whatever it is you listen to the show on and just rate and review it, that will help me to grow my audience. Uh, And also... On the on the website will be the show notes for this particular episode, so there'll be some links to some of the things we've been talking about, translations of some of those words that we uh, we weren't able to translate earlier. And you can also sign up to my mailing list so that every time a new episode comes out, I'll email you with the notes, and you can have all that to uh, to hand when you're uh, when you're listening. So um, thank you for listening, Mikko. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. <laughs>